The following is a live broadcast of a Lone Star Community Radio program. Recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Connors FM 104.5, 106.1, and Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar. For more information on this show, please visit our show page at IRLoneStar.com slash shows. To sponsor or donate to this program, visit our donate page at IRLoneStar.com slash donate, or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com, or give us a call at 936-666-1084. Lone Star Community Radio production and broadcast is possible by folks like you. So sponsor and donate today. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Welcome to Keeping Up with Conroe, hosted by Visit Conroe. I'm Jody, And I'm Alex. And we are here to highlight upcoming events and local businesses in the area. We are here live on the second Tuesday of every month at 11 a.m. And after the show airs, we will post on podcasts, YouTube, and all the fun social media networks. So tune in to regularly to Keeping Up with Conroe. So first, we need to welcome Alex. She is new to the team. How are you? I'm good. My first rodeo. So yes. <laughs> we're just throwing you right in. No um, so you want to tell us, tell us who you are and what your title is with us? Yeah, so I think this is my fourth week with Visit Conroe. Um, uh, group sales manager is my title. So Conroe is growing um, quickly. So really, I'm here, hotel background, to kind of work on bringing groups, whether you're an association or a corporation, um, any kind of meeting or event that you have, kind of working with our hotel partners um, and convention um, center um, to host your any kind of program that you might have or event. Right. So i um, really excited to be here. I'm new to Conroe. It's quickly grown on me. I, I just... I. Literally, my first time here was when I came to interview, and I've really just fallen in love with it. It's a great city, and I look forward to being here. Right, and we're excited. I'm excited that you're here. <laughs> you fit in well with our crazy little crew. <laughs> so today we've got some amazing guests. Um, today uh, we're going to have the Conroe Kennel Club come on later, and they're going to talk about their upcoming show. Mm-hmm. But first we have Chris Sadler with Honor Cafe here. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, first of all, happy birthday. It Thank is you your ha- 245th birthday. And you and your family as well. Happy <laughs> birthday you. to y'all. You look amazing for 245. Yes. You, you look pretty good, don't right. you? Right. We're good. still kicking. Um, so you have Con- Honor Cafe here in Conroe. Yes, um, And how long has it been open? Since July 13th. So a little over three months. Okay. And um, it's been an incredible situation, incredible ride up to now. Um, the community's just wrapped their arms around us. And uh, we, we have people uh, coming from all over. Even, you know, we have, we have a lot of people from outside of the, the local community coming. We had, uh, we had people that came to the restaurant for lunch yesterday from Bandera. Wow. They drove from Bandera. And I was like, so, I, I, you know, I thanked them for coming. You know, glad you, yeah, we've got a long drive. And we're thinking about maybe taking a nap. And I, was, I said, well, you know, how long a drive? They said four hours. Oh, my and goodness. Was, That's uh, incredible. I said, yeah, well, what an honor that you'd come, right. you know, four hours to come to someplace for lunch. And they loved it. So, and they said so they were going to walk around downtown a little bit. So it was great. It was great for our community for them to come in. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, how did you get into the restaurant business? Uh, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen the Blues Brothers, but, you know, where they said they're on a mission from God. 
and it's that type of situation. This is God's uh, mission. Um, I'm definitely not going to take glory from God or take any type of uh, of honor from Him. Um, it was His idea, and uh, God, you know, I kind of did the Jonah thing where I fought it because I didn't want to be in the food industry, and it's not a business that I would pick to be in on my own. And I, and I, you know, I looked at it. It's very hard, and I see people work. I see whole families working hard, and and I'm like, man, that's you know, there's a, there's easier stuff to do. And I'm I'm from the defense industry and still in the defense industry, so. It was a uh, it was a deal where you know God kind of seeded the idea to us and then put the right people in place for us to to do it and we just couldn't say no and then everything kind of fell into place and you know anybody who's been in Honor Cafe know knows that it's just it's just an incredibly special place it's it's wonderful from the time you walk in to the time you walk out the the food's great the atmosphere is great our patrons are incredible. The people who come to Honor Cafe are some of the best people you ever meet in your life. Um, the veteran stories, the the veteran outreach that we're able to do from the cafe. I mean, we've sent uh, two guys to Mighty Oaks from Honor Cafe. We've helped two families, two veteran families, stay together that were that were in the middle of divorce, and now they're back together. You know, just so many things that let me know that we're we're in God's uh, you know God's will here with the restaurant. So, right. So you were, you were telling us a little bit of a story earlier, you know, today, for those that don't know, is the Marine Corps birthday. It's a very special day for all the Marine families. Um, and you were telling us a story. I, so I'd walked in, I was in my, my PT gear. I work out in the morning. So I'd come into the restaurant and there were a couple of Marines eating breakfast already. And this is, you know, uh, was about eight o'clock this morning. So they were already in there eating. One of them's a retired gunnery sergeant from the Marine Corps. So I went over, of course, told them happy birthday. And before I changed clothes, I went ahead and went to talk to them right away. And so I was uh, talking to him, and uh, a young girl in her mid-20s came up to me, and she was very, very upset, very emotional. And she told me, she said, I need to buy a Marine Corps flag. And I said, well, we don't have Marine Corps flags to sell to you. And, you know, she said, well, we're burying my father today, and he's a Marine. And we have flags from all of the branches hanging in the restaurant. And I told her, I said, we have a flag. And I got those guys, you know, from the middle of their breakfast. I said, I need your help. We grabbed a ladder, we pulled that flag down, and uh, we put we you know we we folded that flag for her, and then we presented it to her and to her husband and her toddler son. And you know what an honor for us to give her that flag from from the restaurant to be buried with her father. And what an honor! I, maybe I'll get lucky enough to be buried on the Marine Corps birthday when I pass away. I mean, what an incredible honor for a Marine. And I know it, you know, with a lot of sadness. And but I told her, you know, when she, you know, I gave her a hug and I said. Uh, I said, you know, there's a saying, and I know that you know it because you're a Marine's daughter, and that's if one Marine lives and all Marines live. I said, so your father lives still. So That's true. That's, that's incredible. That is an incredible story. Yeah. That's something she will remember for the rest of her life. And yeah. we'll remember it for the rest yes. of our lives. And, you know, that's the kind of special thing that happens in that restaurant. It's, you know, I have another business to run, and I'm supposed to be splitting my time, and I find myself, I find my desk stacking up from the other business. Right. And I find myself spending time in there because the stories are incredible. The veterans that come in there, we have a, a, a Navy, World War II Navy veteran. He's 103 years old, uh, named Bob Putnam, and comes into the restaurant about every other week to have lunch. And, you know, he just uh, three weeks ago got put in a wheelchair where he's, you know, he, he's having balance issues. But up to three weeks ago, he's still walking around and wow. uh, has, a, has a lady that drives him and just comes in and, you know, we have lunch and talks about the world, and I've learned so much from him sitting with him, that generational, you know, yeah. information that he is transferring. And, you know, he's wringing the last bit of, of life out of this thing. He, and that's what those are his words, and it's incredible. He said, you know, Chris, and, and he's this COVID thing is so irritating to him. 
because he doesn't hear well and he says you know with all the masks he mask. said he said i he goes i just stay home when i'm not here he said because I, I you know people tell the joke and i don't know what they're laughing about and i he goes it's like i live in a world of zombies he said and so i just stay at the house right. except for when i come here and you know able to to eat lunch with you and and let me tell you for 103 i mean the guy's got a huge appetite it's incredible <laughs> i hope that i'm half as sharp right. i mean like maybe a third as sharp you know the girls will be bringing the check to the table and he'll know the total, and he'll fix math right there on the spot. I mean, he's wow. he's he's way smarter than me, I can tell you that, at 103. I want to be him when I grow up. Yeah. <laughs> so it really just seems like a family atmosphere almost. What can guests expect when they come to Honor Cafe? Well, you know, our I guess our core, uh, our core values and the core purpose for the restaurant being there is, number one, to honor veterans and their families every day like it's Veterans Day. Whenever you walk in there, it's Veterans Day. And the second thing, which is, you know, as important, is to make tremendous food. And we have an executive chef that we brought from the Houston area. He was with a restaurant called Zochi, which is a, a Mexican restaurant downtown. And um, so, you know, our food is a, it's a, it's an American cuisine that's fused with, with Latin inspiration. And, I mean, people ask me, you know, on the street, they'll see me, hey, you know, you, you have something to do with that on our cafe? Yes, I do. And what do you think? And I'll tell them, I eat there every day. And that's the truth. You know, I, <laughs> I, I eat either breakfast or lunch or every right. day. I, you know, I just, I love the food. I love the menu. Um, I love the atmosphere. I love talking to the, our patrons and our guests that come in from, from all over the place. Right. So there's a, there's a Marine over there right now that is from California that um, is here on a job and uh, in the Katy area, and his friend told him he had to come here. So he came for breakfast this morning in the Honor Cafe, wow. and he's wow. from California. That's amazing. So what are your hours? Hours are 7 to 3, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Every day except for Sunday. Sunday, it's 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And on Sundays, we have a grand piano in the restaurant, and oh. we have music throughout the whole dining service. That's so uh, the menu is breakfast and lunch, and you can have the whole menu all day long. So if you come in for breakfast and you want lunch, we make lunch. If you come in for lunch and you want breakfast, we make breakfast. And, um, you know, those hours are... Uh, they're kind of working for us because it leaves us open to private events in the evening time and we've done everything you can think of we have a lot of vso's coming in there doing their fundraisers we have we did our first wedding party um, oh, wow. on halloween night which was a huge wedding party and every family was like the families would everybody was dressed up in a costume so like one family was alice in wonderland and they had all the characters and you know depending on how many family members there were and they just had a great time and of course you know we handle the food we can handle music and uh, make it easy for them and so you know it's it's working out really great that's awesome you talked about food a little bit what kind of food can we get at on our cafe you can have anything from the world's best breakfast tacos to the best tres leche to we have a uh, we have a short rib that we do asabuco style so you can cut it with a fork and it's and uh, garlic mashed potatoes with a uh, tomatillo and avocado sauce over it with a real finely diced pico de gallo. I mean, the food is, it's a little more uh, sophisticated than what you'll find other places, I think. It's a little coached up, and that's just the work of our chef. I mean, uh, you know, he, he takes every dish, and when it comes out, it's just gorgeous. We have a lot of specials. We run a lot of specials so that people can see different things. Last week, we had a uh, chorizo stuffed bacon wrapped quail. That All right, was, I'm checking my phone. What right? Kind of, I'm like, okay, is it lunchtime? Right. That, that, was, that, that was on risotto, and uh, that was a great dish. I think we have a couple of a couple of specials. We have a uh, 
Poliolus bresis, which is like a, a, a grilled chicken that they debone except for the wing and the thigh. So it's a half a chicken. And then it's served with a chimichurri sauce with a, uh, with a, with like a pan, a skillet of roasted potatoes and peppers and a white buttery herb rice, which the rice by itself is worth eating. But, Maybe. and then I think we have, uh, I think the other special today is, um, three ribeye tacos so it's cubed ribeye in a special seasoning mix mm-hmm. that they cook and then that's with that bur- bu- uh, buttery herb rice and then uh, long grilled leeks so you get two grilled leeks and then the three tacos so you know when i say it's a little different from other places it's you know the, the foods it's different and if you look at our if you look like our facebook you'll see plenty of people take a lot of pictures of the food mm-hmm. which we're happy of but the food's pretty it tastes great and like i said you know you if you don't like talking to people, it might not be the place for me because we have, you know, patrons that talk to each other across tables and, you know, people, uh, a lot of people know each other. We have a lot of local Conroe residents, a lot of, uh, I mean, everything. We have, we have judges, we have police officers. You'll, at lunchtime, you'll have six, you know, six tables of police officers in there. And, uh, you know, remarkable thing. I mean, we've been open for three and a half months. You expect it when you first open in a place like this, but still today you'll have police officers who go to get their check and you know the wait staff will tell them it's already been taken care of and somebody in the restaurant will pay mm-hmm. for their for their for their checks and we get a lot of uniformed uh you know army service members from the the, the, the from the the base up here at the airport they come in quite a bit and actually shop in the shop quite a bit so um it's just you get you get all kinds of people and there all kinds of folks it's great so what is the uh most requested dish which are everyone's favorite oh that's uh that's probably a toss-up between the short ribs the uh crispy chicken sandwich which is in a uh, honey habanero glaze that that chef makes it's probably those two and the smoked chicken quesadillas i've had those okay. those are really good yeah well you know, to be honest with you, it was the last thing that I ate in the restaurant. I'd eaten most of the menu, but I didn't eat the quesadillas when we, you know, we had to photograph all the food right. for the website and stuff. So uh, when we cooked it all, I didn't eat the quesadillas, and my kids kept eating the quesadillas. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I got onto them, and I said, eat something from the better, is what I told them, better from the menu. And, you know, because, and I didn't eat them, because if you've had a quesadilla, you've had a quesadilla, right? And they said, Dad, you don't understand. And so... I told him, let me see it. And I tasted the quesadilla. I walked right in the kitchen. I told Oscar, I said, what are you doing? Because this probably isn't legal. <laughs> and, you know, he said, he makes uh, different moles in the in the restaurant from scratch. And he said, I'm taking our poblano pepper mole and mixing it with our smoked chicken. And then I make the quesadilla out of it. And I said, well, so that explains it. Keep doing it because it's delicious. Isn't it delicious? It yeah. is. So, and, um, you know, all the shrimp, the Baja shrimp dishes that he does with the Baja sauce that he makes. And, mm-hmm. and that's probably... If I had to tell some, somebody something about our food, we buy very little made from outside of the restaurant. We make almost everything from scratch. All our salsas are made from scratch. You know, any the majority of everything you eat, except for maybe our buns, you know, we order our buns. And then our burgers uh, are packed by a meat packer for us, but it's our blend. It's a, it's a tri-blend hamburger, so it's short rib, brisket, and chuck, you know, in a, in a big, thick, eight-ounce burger. So mm-hmm. you're, getting, you're getting some really good food for what I consider great prices. Well, I know where I'm going next. Right. Awesome. <laughs> yes. We're, and since Alex is new, we're showing her to the city. Mm-hmm. We're showing her all of the cool places to go hang out and yep. eat. And so yep. today is an incredible day to be at yeah. Honor Cafe. Yeah. Yes. Sounds like it. Yes, it is. 
Um, you, um, I was looking on your website and you have the Legacy of Patriots project. What is that? So that's probably the backbone of the restaurant. And when we were starting to put the restaurant, well, that's how the restaurant came about. We, we thought about this program and then built it. So the Legacy of Patriots is a program where people can nominate a veteran and the veteran doesn't have to be fallen, but right now all of them are, and we have about two and a half years of veterans in yeah. already nominated and all of them have been, have been fallen. And so in that case, we talk to the family who find out their favorite meals, the veterans' favorite meals, and we incorporate those into the steamer table of the restaurant. And um, we're opening this program, we're opening the steamer table next, at the beginning of next year. So um, basically, you know, it's a way to optimize your lunch if you're downtown and you want to come in, you come in and it's made already. So it's two entrees, two sides, bread or dessert for a plate cost, like a, kind of like a blue plate. But the neat thing about it is we find out the veterans' favorite foods. We incorporate those into the month's menu. We'll put up these big pieces of parchments that we had made with Honor Cafe on the borders where people come from the restaurant can leave a message for the family. And then at the end of the month, we box all that up with a letter and a gift certificate from us. And we say, you know, 30,800 people ate your son or daughter's favorite meals this month. And we celebrated their life. And if you find yourself in Conroe, Texas, near the restaurant, let us celebrate you as a family and, you know, Here's a gift certificate, and then we archive them on our website. So every month, a veteran will be archived, and we'll keep those. As long as there's Honor Cafe, those archives will exist, and that's really the backbone of the restaurant. It's, you know, um, as you, if you're a veteran and you have lost friends or family, or if you're a family member that has lost someone and and you know this isn't domestic to being a veteran or to being military related this is domestic to all people you want to remember you want to remember the good right. and you want those stories those great stories to be told and not to be forgotten and every day uh you know away from the death of a person the that memory seems to get smaller and so for such a sacrifice like a veteran family that sacrifices someone you know, for freedom, for our freedoms. Um, it's important to them that we don't forget um, that sacrifice. And as a Marine and as, a, as an American, uh, you know, that's one of, one of the values that is at, my, is at my core is that I don't forget and that I don't take for granted my freedoms. I don't take for granted the, anything that I do in a day, all of the, the luxuries that I have as an American. And, you know, with the Marine Corps, being a Marine, I've seen, uh, you know, uh, a lot of great places, and then the Marine Corps gives you special tours of really bad places. Right. <laughs> and so I've seen some not-so-great places and can speak as an authority that right. we are so blessed in America to be Americans. You know, when you were born in America, you, you hit the lottery. Right. And uh, for us to take those things for granted uh, is almost unbearable to me. And so, and, and you know, the fact that everything we have today, everything we do, everything we're able to do was given to us by a veteran and typically by blood. And so to me, it's, uh, it's, it's deeply personal and, um, and we, we don't take anything for granted over there any day at our cafe. It's an amazing story. Um, so what organizations do you work with locally? We work with uh, Combined Arms, Montgomery County. Are you talking about the VSOs, the yeah, Veteran Service yeah. Organization? So yeah. we, we work with Combined Arms, uh, Montgomery County, which is headed up by uh, retired Marine Corps General Stephen Hummer, and they're working out of Tri-Counties right now. We work with Tri-Counties and their veterans programs quite a bit. We work with Hearts Veterans Museum. We work with Mighty Oaks. 
We work with all of our constable uh, departments here that have, uh, uh, that have chaplain services, which do a lot of counseling with veterans and with veterans' families. And uh, the long and short of it is we'll work with anybody who is really helping veterans and is transparent about the way they're helping, where we can see that they're helping. Um, because the place is so special, you know, kind of being in that position, it's my duty to, to, as the gatekeeper, to make sure that we don't tie ourselves to people who are, you know, taking the money and having uh, extra family trips in Hawaii or something. Right. That's not what I would ever want to be about and ever want to be helping. But, I mean, we help everywhere we can help. So, for instance, in the, in the making of some of the food product that we make, we use some sauces and some rubs from a company called War Pig, which is... Uh, an, an army veteran who uh, they had a barbecue team a bunch of veterans got together at a barbecue yep. team and then now they you know people like their sauces so much they're selling their sauces so I told them I said we'll not only use your sauces but also sell them in the restaurant um, you know uh, teas and coffees and things we buy from veteran companies so we not only purchase from veteran companies the products that we use and then we also help veterans during the middle of all that, but also give proceeds to uh, veteran organizations in Montgomery County. That's awesome. Awesome. And I think you kind of touched on it, but I just wanted to ask you, Chris, what is something that you hope everybody that comes to Honor Cafe takes with them when they leave? Whether it's a feeling or obviously they're going to get great food, but... Um, you know, I, I hope that they um, maybe take a little bit of that heart of service and when they go to back to their neighborhood or to their community that someone needs a hand that they are a little more willing to say let me help you let me let me do something for you because at at its heart you know um veterans are service oriented they 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 took an oath most of them not for college not for these other things but because they wanted to make a difference and um and we do you know we have we we combine with the the conroe rotary club and we do service um, different programs every month. We change it. So the um, so two months ago it was we did a multi. We 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 donated. We gave food and donated um, food to Mills on Wheels and to Camp Hope at the same time. And so we use the the restaurant as a force multiplier. So when people come in, we tell them about the program and they're bringing stuff back. You know, canned goods, whatever it may be. Then we did a stock the lounge for Runyon Elementary where we got snacks and stuff for the teachers lounge at Runyon and we're just now changing over to the Montgomery County Food Bank we're going to start collecting non-perishable foods for them so I mean in everywhere we can help we've got uh, toys for tots in right now the Marines brought in the toys for tots box so we're collecting that we've got uh, a, a veteran homeless coat drive going on in the shop so any uh, usable space in in the facility that we have there um, I want to be helping someone and so I, I would hope that that heart for service maybe would be what they would take out of there they would you know there's so many great things that you would experience that you could take away but what I hope that you that you take is you know one the appreciation for being an American and understanding where those values came from where where the ability to, to have that appreciation the ability to even be a proud American comes from and then to be able to return a little bit of that back to, to their community, their local community. Awesome. Amazing. And I think you kind of just touched on it um, just a little bit in your message about the restaurant and what you hope people take from it. But with tomorrow being Veterans Day, um, how important is tomorrow? Tomorrow, tomorrow uh, is, one of, is the second biggest day of the year in Honor Cafe. Veterans Day and Memorial Day are two of the biggest days that we have in the restaurant. Um, 
you know, there's other big days too. We Miss Teresa, one of our Gold Star mothers, that we fly her son's flag in our restaurant. When she walks in, that's a huge day for us. We have a lot of big days, but obviously Veterans Day and Memorial Day are huge days for us. One, we remember the guys that made it home, and one remember the the folks that didn't make it home. Um, so they're they're very personal days to us. They're they're they're, I mean. You know, the whole staff this morning, you came in, the staff was buzzing because it was it's the Marine Corps' birthday today. And because I'm a Marine, that's a big deal in our restaurant. Right. And they're gearing up for Veterans Day tomorrow. We have veterans coming in. I'll, I'll announce it now. Veterans get free dessert tomorrow. So, you know, Tres Leche cookies that, are, that look like the American flag will be coming out of the, of the restaurant for free tea as a veteran. And, um, and so that's a good deal. And, you know, we just, you know, I guess when you look at the restaurant, when you look at the eclecticness of it, I mean, there's a there's bus seats on the floor and this and that, and people are like, well, why is there a bus seat? Well, because a veteran took a, a trip in a seat that looked just like that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's pieces of veterans' lives all over the restaurant. There's little bits and pieces, and and I hope that people that experience it, one, they come and they and they remember the good parts of that, and then two, I hope that people haven't that haven't experienced maybe experience a little bit of that, and. You know, I, I just, it's, I don't, I don't know, uh, yeah, I, I guess the, the, what, I, what it comes down to is love. You know, most veterans, people think that, that you know, uh, they see war and war is horrible. They see fighting, they see deployments, they see families torn apart. But all of that starts, uh, the root of that is love. You know, when, when you have Marines that fight next to each other, they're not fighting for, at the point where it comes down to their lives, they're not fighting for their country. They're not fighting for an idea. What they're fighting for is the love of the man next to them or, or the woman next to them. They're fighting because they love those people as their family. And, uh, you know, and you don't love, you, don't, you, you can't get into a situation like that unless you love your country to actually put yourself in that situation where you would write a check. You know, and people say this a lot, but the truth of the matter is, you know, you write a check up to the price of your life. And if you want to see what that looks like, come to our Cafe. There's a picture of Brandon, Miss Teresa's son, where he signs his contract. You know, he's such a young boy, and he, si- he signed his contract next to his recruiter, and that's the day he signed that check. And unfortunately for her family, he paid yeah. that price. Right. I know my, my husband went into the Marine Corps as an only child and came out with so many brothers and sisters. Absolutely. And, you know, he's been out for over 10 years now, and we had dinner last night with one of them that, you know, came from out of town. And so I think that, you know, y'all experience things as Marines that nobody else can explain or understand. And so the bond for all veterans, you know, is such a unique bond. It's incredible. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, uh, you join the Army, you join the Air Force, you join the Navy, you become a Marine. So, and that's a little poke to all my... <laughs> My uh, my brothers and sisters and other forces, <laughs> right? obviously, uh, but you know there's a lot of love for all the forces in there, and that's what you yeah. know. If you walk out on our cafe with anything, may, maybe just with a little more love in your heart, and that's a, I think that's okay in yeah. today, today's world. The world needs a little bit more of that. Sure, I agree. Sure. Um, what is your website um, so that people can see your amazing menu and your stories? It's going to be honorcafe.us. Okay. Awesome. And then anything else that you want that you want to share with our listeners? That well, I want to thank you all for the opportunity to be able to speak about the cafe, which uh, is uh, which I'm very proud to be a part of. I'm honored to be a part of so- something as honorable as this situation. And then uh, I'm also honored to be a United States Marine, and I'm proud to be uh, part of an organization that's 245 years strong today, and uh, and has done so much for for our communities as well. So. 
and still is on a daily basis. So Simplify. Simplify, raw. Awesome. All right, thank you, Chris. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. Up next, we'll be visiting with Bob and Ann, and you're keep you're listening to Keeping Up with Conroe, hosted by Visit Conroe. Is there someone you know who is hooked on vintage aircraft? Follow the commemorative Air Force and its fleet of World War II planes, including the mighty B-17 Flying Fortress Texas Raiders, which is based in Conroe, Texas. Texas Raiders tours locally and all around the United States, offering the public a chance to put their hands on aviation history. What could be a more perfect gift than a flight on a historic B-17? Taking to the sky on the iconic bomber is an experience that will never be forgotten. For the touring schedule, reservations, or more information, go to b17texasraiders.org or call 855-FLY-A-B-17. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub Podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or... Call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and Internet Radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is a nonprofit organization serving Montgomery County and surrounding areas dedicated to the health and well-being of the boxer breed. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is run and managed 100% by volunteers since 1999. Our main objective is to rescue, rehabilitate, and rehome boxers that come to us from many sources, including local animal shelters, owner surrenders, and strays. For more information about Lone Star Boxer Rescue, visit our website at lsbr.org. And we're back. You are listening to Keeping Up with Conroe. I'm your host, Alex. And I'm Jody. And we are with Visit Conroe. Our next guests are Bob Reed and Ann Chafin with the Conroe Kennel Club. Ann and Bob, thank you for being here. Our pleasure. Um, so tell us a little bit about Conroe Kennel Club to start us off. Ann, step in there. You've been there longer than I have. I've only managed eight <laughs> Putting years. Putting you on the spot, Ann. <laughs> well, the Kennel Club is a uh, community um, dog show club, dog club, 
but mainly we're there to um, introduce, you know, to help the community know about dogs. But uh, we're having our big dog show um, the end of November, which Thanksgiving weekend, out there at the uh, Lone Star Convention Center. And uh, it's open to the public. There's no fee. And um, it's uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And we should have somewhere around 1,200 dogs. Wow. Yeah. We're AKC sanctioned, and we are having to follow all the new protocols. So it's quite different for us this year. It's, uh, we have social distancing, we have masks, we have a six foot uh, area around the ring that is uh, no zone, no people zone. And it's become uh, quite a task to see how it's gonna go off this year because generally we're a very close group with our friends, dogs, people that come in. But that's where we're standing this year so far. So how long has the Conroe Kennel Club been in operation? Um, probably around 25 years. Um, I actually do not know. I've only been there probably about 10 years. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not. We, we don't look back in history. We're only looking forward. Okay. <laughs> well, my next question to you was going to be, what is the club history? Kind of how did it come to be? What's the, you know, how did it get started? Um, you say it's, um, a group of people just want to, they're interested. We show dogs and so we'd get together and. Um, AKC has a lot of um, rules you have to follow, and it takes a long time to get a show going. It takes a real, and it's it's not that easy. It's a it's a big deal. And um, we, you know, once it's a once a year event, but there's dog shows all over. Harris County, I think we're the only one in Montgomery County, but there's quite a few dog shows around the area. How does a dog enthusiast get involved in your club? Well, we have a meeting on the third Tuesday of every month, and they can always do that. We have a an online uh, site, which is yeah. being rebuilt, I think, right now, if I remember oh, right. It, Facebook, you can find it. And on it's Facebook. on Facebook okay. also. And as far as, you know, dog shows have been around a long time. Okay. And this one, uh, normally, we try to get into our own breeds, like I do Basinji's, basically. But they talked me into joining an all-breed show. And I found it to be very rewarding with Conroe, because it's been one of the clubs that I've actually enjoyed being in and welcomed and don't have a tremendous amount of politics. <laughs> We but, try to be friendly to everybody. Right. Well, you find um, a breed that you like, and then you find a person that will help you. Hopefully, the breeder of the dog. It's um, you know you just got to get a get with a mentor to help you with the breed that you like. Right. And like Friday's shows are all co they're called individual specialties. They are one breed, and they're putting on their own little show. And there's like 17 different breeds, I do believe. I could read the list, but that was kind of reading, and I don't. And so anyway, uh, then the next two days are going to be uh, the all-breed, where they have different times they have to show up at the ring, 
And we always tell people, you know, check ahead of time, find out where your dog is. You can ask somebody, you can go to the information table, you can go to the superintendent table, and just find out when the breed that you're interested in is, is showing. We always invite friends out because it is the individual person's breed that most people are interested in. We're all prejudiced towards our own breed. <laughs> right. I mean, everyone's his best. And of so course. we allow that. But when people are looking for a dog or a breed, and most of the showers are breeders, but there's actually there's breeders, novice, there's the junior handlers, and there's the professional handlers. So it's a accumulation of uh, quite a few different factors. And do you have, is there, if someone were interested in joining the Kennel Club, are there any sort of age requirements? Uh, no, there's no age okay. requirement. In fact, we like to have the younger people start. I have um, several little juniors that, I don't know, follow me around, and, and uh, they're very helpful in dog showing, and they learn how to show, and they've done very well in a competition that we call Junior Showmanship. And that's where they're judged on their showmanship. But uh, we have some that have done very and they, well. And they also help us during the ring. Yes. I've had a couple of little junior handlers take my dog in because of some reason or another we couldn't do it ourselves. And we'll hand one off to them and they just love it. They're always, there's such great kids out there if they get involved. But here again, it takes involvement on their part and yeah. a desire to do it. And a lot of uh, learning. Because we do have um, confirmation classes too where you can bring your dog and learn how to show. Oh, wow. You know, sometimes your dog might not be one that wants to show, <laughs> but, um, you know, there's ways that you can get a puppy and start up with a puppy because, you know, it's, it's, it's not that easy for a dog that says, oh, it's pretty scary for a dog until they get used to it. And, yeah. and now we're also doing, what is it, cat trials? Cat which trials, is, yeah. Which is where the dog is basically yeah. chasing a little baggie for I forget the length of distance that oh, they yeah. go and they they're timed and everything and we have several hundred was it last year yeah that, a bunch. that actually go out just for that I'm and it's sure. not confirmation they just go out there and they can earn titles and wow. and and then that could get them into the, of course we have obedience and agility as part of the show but the cat stuff is all new yeah and they do they other titles they have a lot of performance titles now where you can trick dog. Yeah, barn hunt. I don't know a thing about that one, but that one's... <laughs> <laughs> My um, dogs are always doing tricks. I, I just know. don't train them. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's a lot of titles, and they're obedience and agility and rally. So there's, there's a lot of ways you can get involved with your dog in a club. Yeah, it's just not awesome. showing them off all the time. Right. And some people think that's a, that's all we do. Yeah, we do this year-round. The club meets year-round, and we have confirmation classes year-round, and we have members that are in, more into rally in the performance. Uh, Doc Dog is oh, a fun yeah. one, too. Mine won't do that. No. <laughs> I didn't know Beagles did it either. But Doc Dog is a lot of fun. And, ho you know, it's, I don't know where there is one, but that's like... Would you tell them what Doc... Doc oh, Doc Dog is when you see it on you see it on TV where they do, where they jump yeah. as far right. as they can. That one's really fun. Oh, now yeah. they jump as far as they want. and They jump as high as they can. Wow! And I forgot what. There's three different ways, okay. yeah. but that's that's another thing you can seen do. That, one. that one's very entertaining. Yeah. That, <laughs> uh, yes. 
And I think you guys are um, involved with local 4-H groups. Can you tell us a little bit oh, about that? Yes. Yeah, we do. That's where these kids come in. A lot of them come in from the 4-H um, group. So um, that's another way kids can get involved. And it's, it's good for kids to be and in And we this. give a couple scholarships every we year. We give two scholarships every year for graduating seniors. And uh, we may be starting to give a scholarship for um, the students in college. So we're looking into doing that too. So the, the scholarship, but they are required to be somewhat involved in the Conroe Kennel Club. And how many active members do y'all currently have in your group? About 25. Okay. About 25 and we have, gosh, about five or six kids. Yeah. And some kids that have gone off to college with their scholarships too that are continuing to show. So the Conroe Kennel Club All Breed Show is coming up. What's our, what are the dates? 25th, 26th, and 27th. Yes. Okay. Yes. And the 25th is the specialty day, and the AKC All Breed is mm -hmm. on the 26th and 27th. Okay. And it starts around 9 o'clock and um, usually ends around 4 or 5. And each day is a separate show. The first day, Friday, is the combines, which is the specialties. And then the um, Saturday show is one show, and then Sunday is one show. So it's not a continuation. It's Each day is its own show. And I know this is open to the public. I think you mentioned it before, Anne, but where is the event being held for anybody that's interested in checking it out? It's out at the fairgrounds. Okay. Just look for a bunch of dogs because <laughs> they'll be there. And these are people that come from all over the country. We will have some from California, up east. And maybe Florida. a few from oh Florida, and then a few from Canada come in. Wow! So it's all from all over the country. And we ask those people that do come in, you know, to please wear a mask and practice social distancing. And uh, feel free to ask any handler or breeder or anybody you see with a dog any question, and I'll be glad to direct you. I don't, I, I don't fear that with almost anybody, unless they're in a super rush running to their ring late. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. fun to watch. That's true. So they can get, if they need more information, they can go on Facebook and get it. Okay. And I, I think my number's on there or, you know, or email. No problem whatsoever. We'd be glad to help them out. So, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. How many dogs are you expecting this year? I hope around 12, 1,300. Wow. I think what we have last year, 13, I think it was. Yeah, 13. And this being the year that it is, we right. weren't sure how many we would have. We weren't even sure we were going to have a show. Yeah, we haven't had any up any. until like the last month and a half. Right. It's been like six, eight months before. Yeah, you've had to travel to find a show. So this oh, is goodness. a great relief to have it close. And I know you said you had um, 17 different breeds of dogs. What are some of your top? Oh. I'm 17 different breeds showing in the specialty. Okay. We have um, almost nice. How many breeds? Yeah, Ooh. what is the breed count nowadays? Jeez. Probably about 75 different wow. breeds. Yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We have just about, I mean, there's some pretty rare breeds out there. You, you have a Pumi, I think. A Pumi. Is he going to show? No, he's oh, okay. too young. No. Okay. <laughs> but no, there are some, some of the newer breeds and. Uh, but they're all pretty well representative. And then can anybody, sorry Jody, I keep good. jumping in. Um, can anybody register their dog for the show? Uh, no. no. 
<laughs> you have okay. to register like a two and a half weeks ahead of time. Okay. Entries close tomorrow, in fact. Okay. And then you have to, of course, be AKC. You can't just be your buddy next door. Okay. <laughs> that he's running. That's good. important to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. You can. They have got it now where you can bring your dog to the show, right. but it can't show. Um, and sometimes the dog might be scared to death, so not always bring yeah. your dog. And sometimes you just visit yourself and then see if you might be interested in something like this. And of course, we have vendors there too. We do have vendors that will, you know, and they have the full range of food to goodies to toys and uh, any off the wall stuff, crates, kennels. Yeah, we pro I think we'll have around 20 vendors. Oh, that's 20 to 25 vendors. Which is so not, good. that's the hard thing right now. Some of the shows don't even have vendors because of COVID. Yes. <laughs> so can work. you tell us a little bit about last year's winner? I don't even remember. That. <laughs> <laughs> that was a whole year ago. It was a whole year ago. <laughs> and it seems like a lifetime after And 2020 year. so far has been just yeah. kind of a blur. So. It's been a whole decade. Oh, it has. Were it we here like last it. year? Yeah. No, I do not remember who last year was. No. Uh, it wasn't a local dog, if that's what you're asking. No. Okay. And, of course, there was a, a best in show for both days. Okay. So I'm trying I don't to. know. We're generally busy working anyway right. when it comes to that. <laughs> By the time they get to best in show, if I haven't already shown in group, if I haven't won or anything, I'm out doing all my other duties. Right. Making no what? I have no idea who won. Shame on me. Oh, we should have had. I should have thought curious. about that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even well, know what kind of breed it was. Look, we just called. got called yesterday. <laughs> we aren't go. supposed to you think of fill everything. <laughs> you are fill-ins today. We appreciate you coming in on such uh, short notice. Um, so when someone, you have a judge in the ring, how do they, what do they look for to find a winner? Well, there's an AKC standard for each breed. And they're supposed to be, you know, following the standard and see that the, the dog that closes meets that standard. And they will do it in the standard and also in movement. I mean, they, you see them trotting around the ring and everything. That's for a reason. That's the reason to see what parts are moving the right way because sometimes if they have an issue going on you can notice it that, but or the top line or something it all depends upon the breed right. and the AKC is I, I would say very definitive on that on each breed you can go on the AKC website and the, in fact they have an AKC education uh, site on their website that you can go to and and learn just about anything you want to learn about the breeds or how to put on a show. It's, uh, we have to meet all their standards and we have an AKC rep at the show and making sure things go according to plan and their rules. It takes a lot of years to learn how to, what you're looking for in a breed, different breed. Yeah, the, the judges these, have to yeah. go through a lot to get they to do. be a judge. These judges come from all over the country, too. Wow. I think yes. last year we had some international judges. Yes, we did. Wow. Wasn't the one guy from Brazil, I thought? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we do have some some dogs come from um, out of the country. Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's some there's some from Korea. Yeah. I know they'll be there, and yeah. I think there's some well, from Brazil. It's, the Conroe show has... Uh, grown on its own as far as being a fairly nice show the good the one thing that's it's the weather 
Oh, yeah. We have we, nice weather for November. We have, yeah, but we've gone through everything from floods to, to oh. cold to, yeah. to a beautiful day. Yes. And on one day to the next. Yep. Correct. So you have to come dressed accordingly. Sometimes Mother Nature has other plans. Well, it's Texas. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because right. so, it is somewhat of outdoors. It's under one of the pavilions there. Yeah, we used to have it indoors, but we're We've just grown. too big for that now. Mm-hmm. And we have to have them all, all up. They're under what? What do they call that? A shelter. That, yeah, the pavilion, the and pavilion. then the um, side where it has all three sides are closed. So it's still over in that area. But you can't miss us. Look for all the dogs. Look for all the RVs there you and go. The dogs. Just follow the dogs. Follow the follow dogs. The, You'll see them. Follow the crowd, and it'll be there. Believe me. <laughs> So I know you said your uh, website is um, being updated, but what is the Facebook page where people can follow you at? Uh, Conroe Kennel Club. Okay. Right. Just, Just search, Conroe search on Facebook. Yeah. Conroe Kennel, Conroe Club. Kennel Club. Well, it sounds like a yes. super fun weekend. We are really thankful that it's able to happen this yes. year. I know there's some changes with you know, social distancing and masks, yeah. but i um, really glad that it's here and... Um, we're all kind of in this together, well, figuring out this new world. We so. also thank all, you know, we have a lot of judges staying in hotels and stuff, and we would like to thank those people for the wonderful job they do okay. in, because we've had several judges want to come back to that same restaurant because they've been, done a wonderful job. That's awesome. And so they like our show. Okay. So do we. Well, thank yeah. you all for coming out. We appreciate it. Thank you for um, having us. Yeah. And um, real quick, because we're running out of time, um, but we have a couple up, um, upcoming events on um, our calendars that we're excited to have. Do you want to talk about some of them? Sure, I'll run through. So we have um, the Heritage Museum of, and please correct me if I'm misspeaking here, Jody. Heritage Museum of MoCo Grand reopening on November 14th. Yes. We have the Texas Custom Knife Show, November 4th, 14th at Southern Star. Okay. Conroe Ten Miler on November 29th at Lone Star College. Uh, on December 1st, we have the Toby Powell Conroe Tree Lighting in downtown Conroe. Uh, and December 1st, we have Christmas on Main right here in downtown Conroe. Yes. Got a busy couple of weeks ahead of yes, us. Yes, we do. Oh, yes. All right. Well, um, that is all we have today. Um, thank you both um, for coming you. to um, talk with us. And nice and easy on short notice. <laughs> yes, on short notice. And thank you, Alex. And yes. welcome to the club. Yes, we threw you. you right on in. <laughs> and so um, you want to know more about the hidden local treasures, looking for things to do in Conroe. The goal of keeping up with Conroe is to promote all that Conroe has to offer to residents and to visitors. So tune in monthly. We are here live the second Tuesday of every month at 11. And after the show airs, we will post on podcast YouTube, etc. So to, so check out our website at www.visitconroe.com or follow us on social media at Visit Conroe and tune in regularly to Keeping Up With Conroe. Thanks. Today's show was recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and all rights and ownership are reserved to Lone Star Community Radio. For more information regarding this program and Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, serving the community with local programming on TV, radio, and online. If you enjoyed today's program, please support us by sponsorship or starting your own show. Contact us today by phone or text at 936 666 
1084 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.